Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. Seven years of college down the drain. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming at you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Today on the program, Chris Ruth. I didn't know a lot about Chris Ruth, just like I don't know a lot about some of the people that I've had on this podcast, but I did learn a lot more about Chris Ruth. I did go visit him down at the Truth Studios down in Hark Rider on in Conway, Arkansas. And uh, it's a barber shop. It's two barber shops. It's a beauty salon and a barber shop all in one. It's divided by a, a little half wall. And we set up on the barber shop side. So it was pretty cool to learn more about Chris Ruth. If you want to be a part of the program, just give me a call at 501-470-6386. Or you can email info at radiowhat.com. This is Chris Ruth. What makes you famous? Let's get into it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Testing one, two, one, two, one, two. One, two, one, two in the place to be. All right. So, <laughs> so give me some uh, general housekeeping before we get started. Housekeeping? Uh, well, we're here hanging out at the Truth Studios on Hark Rider. Uh, this is a nice barber shop, man. W- what brings us here, Chris Ruth? Uh, well... Uh, you needed a quiet space, and I know they're they're not working here on on Sunday. So, yeah, but you brought the brood. Yeah, well, I'm gonna clean up here too. Oh, that's so, nice. That's nice. Yeah. So, My wife and cousins got together a couple years ago and uh, decided to put up something. You know. So they got a a barber shop, and I, I'm looking. Is one side kids and one side adults? Is that how it's, it's set up, kind of? And see, okay, wait. Well, we don't don't stop your thing, but I need you to pause for a minute and realize this. If if uh, I'm a comedian, yeah, you are. So it's, it's so, not, so, yeah, so, you, so 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 so. What the comedians always mean. get asked is, uh, I'm just saying, so, I, I tell, me tell me something funny. Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it is the kind of the kid side and the adult side, but it's it's no, it's a, the barbershop and the salon on the other side. So it's women over here, and the men with the the women would say that there's kids over there. You know, uh, it sounds like a middle school dance to me, man, with all the kids on all the boys on one side, all the girls on the other side. Yeah. No, they keep it under control, though. I mean, it's everybody's respectful and and it's a nice environment. So, I mean, it's 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 a fun mix. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Chris Ruth, man. Yeah. Well, we finally got together. Do this little podcast thing. What what uh, what's on your mind, man? What makes you famous? No. Well. What makes you famous? I mean, is that, what is that? Well, everybody had a beginning and everybody started somewhere. Yeah. And I just, I want to know people's story. And and I know, all right, I just recently heard in England, if you ask somebody, what's your story? Usually you're, you're uh, hanging with the police. (laughs) Yeah. And I know in America, it's, it's a little different. 
it's uh, everything's a secret. Yeah, it, you know, pretty much people are just asking, "Where are you from, man? Where are you from? Well, where, where, where'd you start?" Oh man, where were you born? I was born in uh, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Pine Bluff, yeah, Jefferson it's, County. The man's from Arkansas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah. Hark Rider in Conway, Arkansas. I forgot to mention where exactly we are. <laughs> but yeah. uh, all right. So family life, uh, mom, dad, anyone? Just everybody. Yes. Got a lot of family. That's kind of what we do. Brothers and sisters? Well, I've got, I've got six, there's six of us. Yeah. So where were you? Where did you fall in the spectrum? I'm the oldest. Oldest. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm my mother's oldest, but I'm my dad's middle child. Gotcha. So, gotcha. So I was the old middle child. So old middle child. Yeah. See, I don't know where that falls in the spectrum when you're uh, dealing with your psyche. Yeah. How, how does how does that make you feel, and well, and how do they treat you that way? No, I'll show you. I grew up as an only child. Okay. I was raised as an only child with with three families. I got you. All so, right. I'm I'm getting it. I'm getting yeah. it from A to B. I think, uh, yeah, I think I've, I've met somebody like that, you know, where, where they were the second family and right. really they didn't know right. their older siblings too much. Right. And now that, they do. Now they do a little bit. But, and that's where we come in. Yeah. Okay. That's what we are, what we have to be. When we're old enough to do it, we turn into the connection. Sure. To everybody else, like yeah. the bridge, because I had to tell them at some point when I had children, it was like, I can't make it. Every Christmas, you know, because we used to make all the rounds every Christmas. We went to three or four different houses in different states. Oh, different states even. Yeah. Now, yeah, that does make it a little more difficult. Yeah. Then we're back in Arkansas. Then we're down another part of Arkansas. Now, what year year were you born out there in in Pine Bluff? 78. 78, man. He's a a youngin in comparison to me. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so 78. And how long did you live in in Pine Bluff? Uh, I never left. Your whole life, okay? No, no, no. no. Are, are you, <laughs> you? Your heart's still there? Yeah, my heart's still there. Okay. Mom, dad, still there? It was no. Uh, I have an uncle. Uncle, okay. You have an uncle that's there, and uh, I think his kids. Yeah, they're all there now, and uh, I mean, it, it was like I said, it, it was my heart is still there because I see so much. Like it was a place where growing up, I was allowed to to grow. I was allowed to, I'm not going to say I raised myself, but I was allowed to raise myself. Yeah. You know, it was like playing and going and doing what you want to do. And then going from that to being an only child. And when I say only child, I'm like, I was like the only child of a whole church. Okay. So being spoiled on a level that I have a different feeling about gratitude than other people. Like, I'll talk to people and they'll get up. Hold on just a second. My daughter here. Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. Yeah. Take your time. All right. Okay. When, no, y'all aren't stolen. All right. Bye-bye. The daddy duties never end, man. Yeah, they don't. Like I said, <laughs> my wife, she's at the hair show. and uh, Hair show? Yeah. Okay. That's not like the air show. The hair show. What? Hair what is show. that? Uh, every year, Bronner, Bronner Brothers does a hair show, and they usually do it in Atlanta in February. Now, is they moved it to March in New Orleans. She's in New Orleans? New Orleans. Without you? Yeah. Th- 
That's what we have to do. Let's go. Let's go right now. No, that's the way we have to do it. Come on, man. The the big easy. No, that's the way it's handled. All right. Now, when the money was right, then we could all go. Yeah. But but now, and then you'd have to take kids out of school. Oh, I understand. I know people homeschooling now. Oh, yeah. I I homeschool. Okay. Okay. See, and then you turn into a digital nomad. All of a sudden, you're around the world all year. Oh, yeah. So we don't. We can't really do that. We got kids growing up. We got school. We got all types of stuff. But as long as one parent is here, yeah, then you can go and be free and, you know, come back. Boom. Okay. Now I can go. And then we'll set up and have family stuff. And it's, it's fun like that. I mean, it works out. Yeah. You know, then my mom, she can help, you know, she's, she's a godsend that she came down and, and, uh, she came here for a job and was like, I'll stay for about a month or so and find me a place. I'm like, all right. And so she cooks every night and it's like, all of a sudden, what? I've gained 20 pounds. It's like, oh, I got to do something. Haven't we all? <laughs> At <laughs> but, least. But mine happened so fast. She was cooking every night. And I said, listen, we can't eat that much. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you work all day, man. You come home and, and then you go straight to sleep with a, a full stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was every night. <laughs> every night eating good. All right, so she's at the hair show. Uh, where where were we? Oh, we were still in Pine Bluff, uh, hanging out there, and you never left, and you got an uncle down there. In 1978, you were born, and you were raised as an only child, just uh, just hanging out, living free, and, and the church all spoiled you. Yeah. All right. God was good. It was like, it was uh, it was a thing where being, having multiple families meant that you had to get pulled, and like, they don't always get along. Mm-hmm. Mom's side, mom side and dad's side are like totally opposed. Oh, so not even, not even uh, civil for the kids? No, it's, yeah, it's worse. Oh. It's worse. Civil for the kids is not what you really want. Mm-mm. You know, you don't want to be cordial. Okay. We need to cooperate. We got to have a whole connection going on. I can't dislike you. Well, I'm here just for them. It's too much. No. Because you grow up and you get to see those interactions. And I see kids, my heart goes out to like, like this is a business now. You sure. now you have to hear what what this is. Sure. Like, this podcast is like, I want you to come here. And, mm-hmm. oh, that's what Truth Studios really is. Sure. Yeah, uh, that that's a great name, Truth Studios. What what, what is that? Well, now it houses Exquisite Styles Hair Salon. And, okay. And just faded barbershop. Yeah, I noticed the two windows. Okay, the two windows at and two so different you, places. We can add other studios to the situation. And, and there's a whole back that's kind of uh, communal. Ah, that's <laughs> metaphorical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you got one side, the right. other side, and you got to share that right. side. And Are those the kids in the back there? No, it's just, <laughs> no, that's the. That's the, the metaphorical the, kids? Yeah, that's just different, different. We've got space and it can be more things. And, and just, like I said, I want it to be where I can have, I'm going to put, if they don't want to use it, I'm putting, you know, a sauna in there and sleep deprivation chamber or whatever it is, sensory deprivation chamber. Have you heard of Joe, uh, Joe Rogan? Yeah, of course, man. It's one of the best, well, probably the top podcast. Yeah. So and that, was it, like, I, we could set it up like that to where I could have a camera set up. Yeah, we, we probably would have yeah, done that. He said everybody needs a podcast. And I was everybody like, well, needs a podcast. When I got through hearing Tyson's story, I was like, everybody should have one. Yeah. Yeah. He not, just had a comedian on uh, the other day and, and he made him Hey, uh, go go buy that uh, that that domain 
and PayPal it to him. And then he, for, he forgot that he his cash app is his sponsor. Yeah. So uh, he went, oh, okay, yeah, I'll cash app it to you. <laughs> yeah. See, that, and that's the hard part. Yeah. That's what I don't really like. I said the housekeeping. Well, what can I say? What can I not say? Well, when you come in and don't say anything like that's the way podcasts are. It's on you. Yeah. You know, who are you? Well, that's what it is, man. I, I made this podcast yeah. up because I, I know everybody's got a story. I don't care if you think you're famous well, or not famous. And I don't. And that's the whole point. I don't really think that. I don't make nothing makes me the people around me is what would make me. famous. Yeah. If I'm famous, it's because you say so. Oh, if I'm rattling on doing uh, my this yeah. podcast by myself. I, I stink. In fact, right. I did one for St. Patrick's Day just because I was interested in St. Patrick's right. Day, and it stank. And if I don't have somebody to bounce ideas off of, well, no. See, that's when you you tell you you go forward and say, "Listen, this is what I need from you," and you you offer that, and I say, "Oh, okay, I can do it." Yeah. Or I say, "No, that's I can't. That's I, that's out of my range of whatever." Yeah. Yeah. You a podcast has to be fun and free not necessarily no i mean free to move free to be oh sure we could take not, these mics and go anywhere you want yeah, not <laughs> and that's the whole point like i will i would do whatever in fact you were talking about joe rogan he he had one where he had somebody wanted to test out some of his kush yeah. and they went to a box and then the uh, producer said uh you, you know, you, you don't have mics and they're like way over there right. and you can hear them. They're opening the box and, and checking out all the, all, all the fine, uh, uh, what is it? What, what do they call it? Cheaper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and that's so, the yeah. whole thing. It's like when that, when that situation is freed up, that's, you know, that changed everything. Like people started thinking different, like be friendly. Okay. So you're thinking about doing a podcast then? Yeah. All right. All right. You got a name for it already? No, I have every name. Good. Well, every name. We're going to, we're going unless you're going to buy that domain right now, I would not put that it's name every out. Every name. Uh oh. Because yeah. I'll be put. I'll be putting this podcast up tonight. Exactly. So yeah. I'm not doing that. So so yeah. if if you got the name, go no. buy it right now. That's the responsibility, right? So yeah, yeah. cool. That's what it is. So I mean, I mean, I do have it. Like I said, I've been recording. All right. Very good. I've been recording. So it's like not a. It's more of a. What makes you famous? Okay. No, yeah, that's already I'm taken. About, I'm about to tell you. <laughs> that's, that's already taken. I'm that that podcast taken. What makes you famous? Hit me. Fear. Okay. Explain. When you have what you're afraid of, sure. You don't know that you can have so much good, so much freedom mm -hmm. that you're scared. When you're standing on top of the world and you can go anywhere you want to go, and now a hundred people just called you. Yep. They need you for real. And you could go to every one of them, but you don't have a hundred ways to go. Yep. And that's the, that's the problem that people have. People fear that, but they won't say it. Yep. They won't say that they're scared of that. You know, thank you. Where is mine, please? I don't know. What, I send y'all to the store. Wow. That's teamwork <laughs> right there. He sent the kids I off to the store and, and, and he gets a breath yes. mint and the man's got a, a 32 ounce. Right. <laughs> drink <laughs> it in front of me. he got some nice drink but, and it never i taught them never turn down a breath man mm -mm, mm -mm. yeah i probably should have had one never turned <laughs> i brush my teeth and all you know but uh yeah. <laughs> never turn down a breath oh, oh 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 and you get the bigger drink too mm -hmm. it came back see I'll get 
99 cents for a gallon of drink. Yeah, <laughs> that's Peyton. Peyton's 10. Peyton's 10, man. He's got yeah. cool hair, too. I like that. that do, you, do I have a straw? You know, you could tell there's a barber studio at, and a beauty salon around here because they got cool hair. Yeah. I, I should... I should have waited. And that I no, should have waited. No, 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 it's still time. I probably they, they can do some things. Yeah, they got, I got my they got $5 dollar haircut. I should not have done that. <laughs> yeah, that's not one here. All right. All right. Yeah. But uh <laughs> Oh, he's pretty. He just took Oh, yeah. Dylan just took the hat off. So, or Pay Pay was Peyton, it? I need a Peyton, straw. sorry. Peyton just took the hat off. Brooklyn, I need a straw. That's Brooklyn, my oldest daughter. Brooklyn, beautiful. And uh just taunting you with another drink? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's Zion taunting. and uh <laughs> and Cameron, my oldest son. So all right. So you got some kids? You were fruitful and multiplied? Yeah, that was that's the product of my environment. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On a multiplication. Yeah, some people read that verse and just uh stop reading. Just oh, okay, we'll just do that. Well, yeah, no, it's it it gets hard to stop, you know, because they're now nah, they're wonderful, man. Kids are great. It, that those times of having this is for uh, like if I had a show, this is wake up, yep. young, young men, yep. yeah, yeah, helpy helperton. See, I thought he was taking the straw out and putting your drink, you know, getting yeah. that set up for you, I know. Yeah. and then <laughs> nope, that's my drink. But you did get the bigger drink, and that is that's that shows that they respect daddy. That's right. 99 cents. I told him, get what you want. They know not to get that. I don't know why he got that much. Look at that. That's a lot of drink. Oh, he's going to be sick. That's all right. Oh, okay. Well, that's like, yeah, I think I go to Mickey D's and and, uh, and I go, let me go ahead and get a small drink. And they go, no, no, they're all a dollar. All right, let me get that 50-gallon drum then. Sure. Yeah. No, and that's, <laughs> that's what they do to us. What would you tell me? Mickey D. McDonald's. No, uh, I don't this know podcast me. sponsored by McDonald's. Yeah, we just got okay. paid for that. Hey, we wait a minute. We don't have sponsors. Pay. We oh, can't be shouting. Wait, uh, these, uh, these are drinks from Sonic. This uh, podcast sponsored by Sonic. <laughs> we need to check Sonic's numbers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let us continue. So, I mean, we we haven't even gotten out of Pine Bluff, and you said you never got out of Pine Bluff. <laughs> you're you're at church. They're spoiling you rotten. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where you went from there. Well, now, uh, how, how was your, how was your school life? Uh, you see, uh, grade school was all in Pine Bluff. No, no, I went to eight schools. Eight schools. <laughs> Daddy in the military? No, I guess that that <laughs> didn't work out. <laughs> I was just a little black kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I was born um, a black black child. Okay, I okay. was. Yeah, yeah. girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I was happy as a little girl. So, yeah, that's that's a whole other story for a whole other podcast. <laughs> but uh, no, I was. Pine Bluff till second grade, mm-hmm. and that was with grandmother, and that seemed like it took about 20 years. Yeah. It took 20 years, because my mom says, you did not live with your grandmother. Right. She fight with, you did not live with, now that I've raised kids, I realized, no, I didn't. That was just one heck of a summer. Okay. That week was wild, and then that All was right. always the babysitter, and I was just always over there. Yeah. And Santa Claus was my papa. Yeah. Like, he played Santa Claus with his, his, his beard. Sure. At the Kmart. I like it. I was a Kmart Santa back in, in Key Largo in yeah. the 90s. Yeah. He'd be he'd sit out there on the front porch and we'd be in his lap and, and playing, you know. Oh, any kids that are listening? Right Santa Claus is real. I was just a helper. Okay, there you go. <laughs> right. No. And I thought 
I thought Santa was real because it, my papa was Santa Claus. So it yeah. was like, yeah, Santa Claus. Didn't, I know. Oh, by the second yeah. year, I knew all his names. I, I knew no, all the names of people helpers. that came in. Those are helpers because he retired. Right. So he just lived with grandma here. <laughs> right. And he would build your toys and, and refine them. Yes, they would. Like I had a, a rocking horse bounce with springs and he put like, uh, he changed them out and put like trampoline springs in a big wood frame. So I, j- I could jump on that into like fifth grade. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I could. It was that strong. You know? So you had Grandpa Santa uh, and you were believing until how old? Uh, no, he's that's he's Santa Claus. He's always Santa Claus. He's yeah. still Santa Claus. Yeah. All right. All right. He passed away. But I mean, it was, hey, he's you know, still then Santa. I, then I met him at his funeral. Yes. And that's what made me see that, you know what, your life is like this. Uh, your life is a is a instrumental, and yes, sir. and you live like you you have to put down a track. You got to put down a verse. Yes, that's your little part. And so I had to see him. What I knew, I knew Paul, mm-hmm. but I met Bras when he died. Okay, you know Paul. Oh, his name was Bras. Everybody started saying. I remember Brass was like the was larger than life. He was the strongest yeah. man. He was like Bill Brasky. He was like that Bill story. Brasky. He was picking up cars like they needed to change the tire. We we don't have a jack. He grabs the car, picks it up. And yes, he did. And they changed the tire. Legendary. Then, yeah, and he's had to pull people out of stuff and do you know fighting ten people and and I'm hearing this stuff and I'm seeing this old man that's like seventy. Yes, and he's telling me about this this hug where. Strong as when an ox. would pick him up, give him a hug. No, he taught them baseball when he was a kid. Yeah. You know, he was 90-something when he died. So this 70-year-old man is talking about a hug that I knew about. Yeah. You know, he still did that. And he had a radio show. Okay. He Where played at? piano in oh, California somewhere. California somewhere. Okay. All right. I don't know. Well, I never knew. Oh, no. I'm from this. Miami. I so, yeah. I, I had a radio show in Miami somewhere. But I learned <laughs> this when he died. He didn't meet my grandma. He raised six six preachers. Right. And then I, I don't know if his wife died or what. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't find none of this out till he was dead. Yeah. Then he was he met grandma. Okay. And they had one. Yeah. That's my uncle in Pine Bluff. Right. And so my grandma had 12. Sure. And I had to wrap my head around that. It took about 20 something years to understand. I'm like, whoa. So that's when you learn to never call people names. Okay. Because I don't want to think that grandma was a, a bad name. You know? No. And so now the mission is to get the world to treat everybody like they treat their grandma. Love them like you love your grandma. Yeah. You know, now it's a better place now. See, we yeah. changed the mood just that easy. Well, I mean, that's the golden rule, right? Love, love, your, love uh, your neighbor. We love. treat ourselves bad. We treat our neighbors bad, but we love grandma. Yeah. You know, tear down those walls, man. No walls. And and we miss grandma so much. So now I try to miss people. Yeah. Because as a kid, when I miss people, you know, you got a a blended, not a blended family. I don't know. I had a blended family and a extended family. So it's like. So all right. So you grew up with with mom, stepdads, mom, Mom and then a stepdad, stepdads. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I understand the the growing up alone and. And only child stuff because yeah, you know, my I, my mom was pretty much single and uh, or single mom some of the time. So I was raised by my aunt and my grandma. So yeah, yeah I understand that yeah. that story. Yeah, I'm with you. 
and see, I had to, I learned to adapt by like junior high. Sure. And that was wonderful. Like I said, I had the church. Mm-hmm. That family became a backbone. It was like everything rolled off of that because we would move. No matter where we live, we still drove two hours or whatever to church. Okay. So move from Pine Bluff to what city? Little Rock. Little Rock. Little Rock and then from grade. Little Rock in third grade, about what, uh, 81, 82, maybe? I don't know. Somewhere around there. Yeah, five years know. old, maybe maybe eighty, wait, maybe mid eighties. This is why I said I don't want to do a podcast because No, no. I mean the, the timelines could be blurred. Listen to Joey Joey Diaz and I'm like, how does he remember all that stuff? He doesn't have to, man. And, and no, plus he doesn't have a family. And plus the fact that, that after you do it a few times, right. you'll remember your timeline. Especially if you tell your story a few times. Yeah, you, you'll you'll know. start to remember, oh, you know what? That wasn't eighty three, that was eighty four. That's what happened. Yeah, no, yeah. I jump around. I'll be like, I don't know. It's, yeah, like well, it's all in my head of a blur. House of Pain jumped around. No problem. I know what grade I was in for everything. That was the part I knew. Well, there you go. All right. Third grade, you were in Little Rock and then. Terrace Green Apartments, living in the projects. Now, living in the projects. Was this the projects? No. But it's, it's not the New York quote projects? Right. But okay. the projects I went to, like I visited projects. Sure. And it was, no, they had it. Little they pink had, houses? They had every. You're right, but these were apartments. Like, okay. They might have had Section 8. I don't know. Well, I know in Miami. They're I had, gated now. Uh, Let's see, Hialeah in Miami. Uh, my grandma lived in a in a place. It wasn't the projects, but directly across the street, little pink houses. So I always thought, wow, who lives in those little pink houses walking around? And yeah, that was the projects. Yeah, how about that? You know, but she was right across the street from that. Now, have you told your story? No, I really haven't. I really wow. haven't because this is your podcast, man. No, well, what? My, I mean, I, I, I tell little tidbits here and there, like I'm telling you about my grandma yeah. living across the street. Okay. In Hialeah? Well, see, and, and I saw my grandma. Yes. No, I saw my grandma this recently. That she passed away uh, back in 03. Okay. Okay. And, and grandma's still coming around. Yes. I kind of like that. No, I saw grandma. I went to. Uh, I want to believe that, man. I went to, I, I went to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Now, I'm not going to show you the picture because then it, it, it takes, like, reality takes away because it doesn't, it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't her when she died because she was old and shriveled. Oh, yeah. And cancer that ate her up. Oh, yeah. And, but this was her before I met her, before I was born. This was her right. with 12 kids, sure. with like six or seven running around. Mm-hmm. And I was in, in Puerto Vallarta, and we went to a little place, and we come out. We're in a village. Yeah. And I look across the street. And I'm like, I get my camera, and I take a picture. Now, I've been drinking, so I can't see real good. So I'm like, oh, man. That looks like my grandma. Now I don't know. Oh. It was, it's just the moment. Everything hit just right when Mexico, and she's a she's a little Indian woman. Sure. And I run over there, and I'm like, Grandma. She's like, she doesn't speak English, <laughs> so she's just, oh yeah. Oh. Gave you five bucks and sent you on your way. No, well, <laughs> gave me a little hug and then sent me on my way. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I know like, it's you make, in Mexico. You make there ain't no much money down there. Yeah, you're just in a no, yeah, and you had to. It was no reason not to. Yeah, she needed something. I mean, it's like you don't want to be doing that, but I bet if everybody gave her a little something, she'd be good because she yeah. just gave you real Mexico. Yeah, shut up what you've been talking about and heard that lady living across the street. That's old, old time Mexico. Right? That's exactly what you were talking about, man. Just yeah. love everybody like it was your grandma. Just give her a big been, hug. She's been over there since she was a baby. Oh. She's never left. Okay. And so I hate to go back because I'll be looking. Yeah. You know. But yeah, man, I mean, this is this is fun. Okay. This so is so thir- 
So third grade, you're in Little Rock. And then after that, where, where'd you move? We didn't move. But fourth grade, I think she got. No, I had like. When they talked about um, the people in your life that that touch you in a way that like you see things differently, it changes your whole everything. When I moved from Pine Bluff, which people think Pine Bluff is a rough place. Yeah, Crime Bluff. I think that's the, but I the was, term. I was on 27th and Cherry. Sure. So it was just like two one-ways. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, a, well, no, that was a one-way and a a cruise. Like people in the, in the Z28s were cruising. Yeah. If you got a one-way in and a one-way out, there so, really so can't I be would, much crime because so you're, right. you're not getting I away would, from anything. I would ride on my, I'd run that whole block. My mm-hmm. grandma would let me take do the whole block. Yeah. Like I would just leave and I'm five. Sure. And so we, we'd stop at the light with the cars, you know, with the power wheel. Uh-huh. And then take off. <laughs> did you have the power wheel with the, I'm, I'm seeing the handbrake. Did you, did you have it with the handbrake so you could yeah, uh, the do wheel. the spin? Oh, we had that. So you could spin. I had all of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now this is the best one. Yes, this sir. The best one. And I'm going to make it terrible. I'm not going to tell it right. Because what if I write a book? Oh. So I'm not going to tell it right. You could tell it right. No. No, when my brother go, we're we're riding, and my grandmother's only advice or um, instructions. Sure, don't let your brother go to the street. Don't let him go to the road. Don't let him go to the road. Don't let him go to the road. So I take him around the block every day. He follows me. We're on big wheel. That's night, right. Night rider, big wheel. That's right. And but we had this one place, like the lady that was a witch, because mm-hmm. she had those toe shoes that that curled. Had the little sultan type shoes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Jeannie shoes. I'm I like, got no, you. She's a witch, and she stole my cat. She's a witch. Okay. She stole your cat. She was my cat because I found her. Sure, so stray I, cat. I, yeah, and so we took her in the house. So I had a cat for a while. Sure, and then one day she ran away, and that lady kidnapped her. Okay, well, yeah, you know. All right, I'm getting the story now. And then it <laughs> lives there now. So yeah. <laughs> hey, that's my cat. <laughs> when I grew up, I figured out that, that it wasn't a witch that stole it. But anyway. Nope. It was her cat. <laughs> my brother goes into the street. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I go into the street. Yeah. Every day I ride down this. this. Uh, I look at other, other people tell traumatic stories. Uh-huh. This is my traumatic story. Sure. This is how God was always holding strong. On your big I drive wheel. up the street. It's like you had, it crested. Yes. And you come back down and go into this other driveway right next to it. Mm-hmm. So I go up and I make it. My brother goes up and somehow he's leaning wrong. And so the wheel is just turning. He's got no weight on that big wheel. Right. And all of a sudden I look and there's a car coming. Oh. And I'm like, get off of it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Come on. And, and then fat man. He's, yes. he's tremendously slow. Yes. He's three. Yes. And he makes it off and he uh, waddles his way. And then all of a sudden the car goes by and smashes the big wheel. Oh, my. Now. In an alternate world, yes, I'm sir. able to see oh, yeah. where I suffered from everything because he didn't make it off of there. Oh, yeah. And he feels like I saved his life. And I'm like, no, you probably saved mine because oh, yeah. I, I was going to die. If you you know, you're going to be right. You're yeah. thinking about alternate universes there. Oh, yeah. Just that fast. And it's just, you know, my, my little brother. All right. Thing. He was a daredevil. And yeah. uh, in, in Carroll City, which is just outside of Miami, a little suburb. Uh, we had a little hood and we had a ramp set up and the kids were just jumping their little mongooses off the ramp. And, yeah. and I had a free, wi- uh, f- was it call it, was it a freestyle bike? Yeah. With a, go backwards. with go a banana. No, no, I don't think it is. I, it had a banana seat. 
So it really wasn't a good bike. No. Right. And then my little brother, five years old, he's on a little like 12 inch uh, two wheel bike and he tries to go over this ramp. Now they had set up a fire on the other side of this, in the middle of this ramp. Even and the kids were jumping over the fire. Oh yeah. Jumping over the fire. And my little brother, five years old, tried to jump over the fire and Braulio, the big kid from across the street, saved him out of that fire. Yeah. So yeah. You I could think about that time. Right. It maybe he didn't get out of that fire. Ouch. All right. And I'm with you. We're we're on the level. That's the feeling. So like that's where gratitude comes in. Yes, sir. That's what we learn to maintain the attitude of gratitude, being grateful. And when we talk church. Okay. We get so separated and you say, Well, what is this about? Yeah. Well, this is this is the time where I have to say that. That church is important. Yeah. Well, why is church important? Well, because you have an ability to tap into a community. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's why church is important. Remember that the rest of your life. All right. When you're down on your luck, when you're on your last, if you walk around on every corner talking about, give me a dollar, and you hadn't been to somebody's church yet. Right. I don't know what you're doing. You like it out there. there there's a lot of guys on, on corners here asking for dollars. Well, they're coordinated. Yeah. We spend a lot of time like this is my uniform. Oh, yeah. This is my uniform. We go out and we we see people. Sure. And we can minister to them. And it's like you get to you don't really do a whole lot of preaching. It's more of here's some socks. Would you like some socks? Yeah. Sure. They never turn down socks because. Why would you? I got I think I got a hole in my sock right now. I watched the guy broke down crying. and He's like. He's like, he said, yeah, he just threw his away. Oh, you know, they wouldn't, they were terrible. Yeah. And he'd been homeless for, he'd been here for about a week. Mm-hmm. And so, and you know, I'm thinking homeless, right? You're homeless. Sure. That means you don't have a house. You don't have a place to go. Oh, yeah. No, he's got a house. He just decided to go somewhere because they told him we're going to be making like 1500 a week. Get over here, man. On the corner. Yeah, we're going to be. No, no, no. Just in the city. Oh, okay. <laughs> he makes it to the city and yes. there's no job. No job. Okay. So he didn't get that 1500 a week. He, yeah. Just send me this much and we'll get you set up. So they sent him, sent them the money. He made it down. There was nothing there. Now he's homeless because he ain't got enough money to get back. Ouch. And my, Ouch. You know, that's, that's hard. You know? Yeah. I, I feel like that sometimes. I'm a, I'm a paycheck away from being homeless. Yeah. Well, and I could see that. No, and that's the key. That's the key. Yeah. You're touching it. You're mentally touching it. Right. Can you mentally touch billionaires? Can you do that? Yeah. Are they a paycheck away from being homeless? Exactly. I'm a paycheck. <laughs> no. No. See, listen. listen. Oh, no. Mindset. Yeah. I'm a paycheck away from being a billionaire. Okay. All <laughs> One right. One check. One check. Yeah. Well, One check away. Anybody got a billion? Just uh, send listen. it to, <laughs> was yeah. it Truth Studio? <laughs> yeah. Exactly that. And then you put it out there. Why would you not? <laughs> you know, like Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law, like my best friend. Oh man, everybody's my best friend, right? Yeah. But I don't really have a best friend. I never really had one. All right. Well, third, fourth grade. Did you have friends? You have a lot of friends that back had, then? So I had a best friend all the time. I mean, I used to hang so out when with a I bunch of kids. Up, when I grew up and I hear other people's best friend, no, they went through everything together. What I had okay. like I got about twenty of y'all. Uh-huh. You know. So it's like you got a friend, a person in your life, and you don't really know. Like I said, my best friend. No, well, he was he played on my football team. All right. And so. Well, you, yeah, you end up being friends on the football team for sure. Because that was 
life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's war. <laughs> Wait a minute. And you and to to say it like that, that's putting it mildly. Yeah. It's not real war. It's like this strategic guerrilla oh, war. It's on grids, man. Yeah. And, and not everybody can see. Like you said, it's on grids and not everybody can see it. So right. my stepdad's coaching. Okay. And, you know, my dad at the end of this is like, what did he do to you? Well, you know, I turned into a soldier. Yes, sir. And it was like, I'd be a spy basically when I go back to them because I don't, I'm not talking about nothing. I can't tell what goes on in this house. So. I've got whole conversations. I said, I grew up never telling what I had done, never telling what I'm doing. Okay. That was like, oh, you know, I was a prisoner of words unsaid. Yeah. And then when I grew up, no, I can tell you anything now. What's up? Yeah. Oh, they're not as scary. It's like, well, I didn't know. You Perspective. Couldn't, you couldn't know. Right. And it's like, I understand you different now. Mm -hmm. I have kids. Sure. I have whole families now. Like my whole family is like, and I'm so grateful and thankful. I'd hate for that. Now, anybody that shows up with kids that are mine now, mm -hmm. this is like, this is the thing. You, I love them. You know, I'm sorry. That's to them, those kids. And, and mom, I'm sorry to you, whatever reason you didn't want them to see me. Now, you really I didn't grow up with your brother and sisters. Do, do you do you know them yeah, now? I grew up with all of them. But you know them now. I thought you said you were like only child. You felt like you're an only child. In the way, in the way that I never had to fight for anything. So you knew Siblings your brothers happened. and sisters. I was, I was always around. Oh, okay. All right. See, I, I don't think I got that. My whole life was like when you, when you read the Bible. Uh -huh. They say the Bible, well, there's contradictions in the Bible. No, 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 no. Yeah. The Bible is a story of your life. Yeah. And it's your job to read it, learn it, then apply it. Sure. And if you are able to do that, then you start seeing, oh, my God, I was terrible. <laughs> you know, and you see that you went through seasons. Yeah. You were learning. This was, this was your scripture you were supposed to learn. Because you're going to see it again. You got to learn this lesson if you don't learn it now. Okay. You know. And I mean, I grew up Catholic. I, I heard a lot of, uh, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Well, <laughs> I had four years. I went to Catholic high school uh -huh. in Little Rock. I went to, for, till sixth grade to Catholic school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The nuns loved me. I I don't think I got wrapped on the on the hand with we a had, ruler. We uh, never too, had any too much. Yeah. We had, uh, we had uh, two fathers. Right. Father Trabu, Father Frederick, and um, Brother Richard, a yes. Franciscan monk that taught French. Okay. And so I didn't learn French. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Should have learned French. Well, and that's the thing. And it was like, it, I, I learned Spanish. And that was, that was into high school. Yeah, but I learned Spanish doing French. Like when it came time to, to speak Spanish, when I was in Mexico, it wasn't a problem because I was able to apply it. I've gotten a lot of jobs that I wasn't qualified for because I speak Spanish. Yeah. Por supuesto. Oh, yeah. Supuesto. <laughs> no sé. <laughs> uh, of course. Por supuesto. Of course. Okay. This is your Spanish lesson for today. Right. And, and when I went to Mexico, everybody did that. Everywhere I'd go, they just keep giving me Spanish lessons. Sure I enough. I don't want to learn it. It doesn't matter. Oh, I'm from Miami. I, I got See, plenty I of practice around, down there. I walked around for an entire week. This is how I spoke. Oh, my goodness. You start putting that cockamamie accent <laughs> I mean, on. I, see, you know Nobody was angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't care. They didn't care. You, know, you, you, you think if you speak slower, they're no. going to they're gonna understand. No, they just speak more Spanish, and it's like, see. Slow down. See. Despacito. Mira. Despacito. Mira. Que no. <laughs> you know, no. Well, a lot of sign language. I, I, I just heard 
Well, I listened to another podcast about the Lewis and Clark expedition. Yes. And before they met uh, Sacagawea. Yeah. Zaka, Sacagawea. Sacagawea. No. Uh, we say See, they're, see they're, they're worried about pronunciation. But, but before they met her, they did a lot of sign language. A lot of, right. uh, I want to eat, uh, put the hand to the yeah. mouth, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. No, and that's the way, like. Sorry, well, okay, so after high school, uh, you say you go to Mexico after high school? What, no, no. No, where, where are you at here? Okay. Okay. Uh, in the Catholic school, I mean, in Catholic school, yeah. until you're a senior, yeah. then what happens? Memphis. Memphis. Now. <laughs> okay i'm hearing music in my head already right and that's memphis happens yes that, that's what it, that's what that is that's 15 years of memphis happened yes and what do you do in memphis just have a good time all right well no i mean it's like it's a different place Uh oh different people different lifestyle different speed different parts of memphis sure different mentalities different uh you grew up and you were taught if somebody hits you you hit them back well you don't know what they were taught okay so don't hit them Unless you want to find out what they were taught. Okay. And if you do hit them, yeah, work on that. Just, you know, like you got to figure that one out every day, all day. And it's like learning how to speak because you fight with words. Sure. There. And so when I learn that, when I come away from there and I'm here, it's like, I just, I don't talk. You know, you have to be real careful because when you, people say hurtful things, like I see my kids, they want to make fun of people or make jokes or check. Uh, pranking. So you can't do it. Did you do any college in Memphis or you just get to work? Yeah, I did a lot of college. Oh, okay. A lot of everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Did you go to school? No, yeah, I, lots of times. No, I've yeah, been there. I, I've been to school sometime. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what was your course of study? I Graduate? No, well, I got a, I got a degree from ITT Tech, which okay, there's yeah. not much you can do with that. It's a fun oh, thing. Well, I mean, what, yeah. what degree? Uh, computer and electronic engineering. I got electronics from yeah. uh, Sheridan Vocational down so, in Fort Lauderdale. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, but see, partway through that, I realized I can't stand looking at these, you know, whatever. Oh, I barely know Ohm's Law. Forget it. I don't know Ohm's <laughs> Law, see, so I don't even worry about it. But not, like I said, all of it was fun. And sure. Was, and through most of that, I was at FedEx. All right. All right. <sighs> Memphis, like I said, it was an experience that happens around you. It's like you're in a place that, and it's raining. The sure. difference between raining and not raining. When you go to Memphis, it's just raining. Okay. There's always, you, you can't really relax. So, all right. You know, you need to protect yourself and be cool. I'm trying to get the timeline here. I'm guessing that's around 90. Nine, no, that's like two ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah, when cash money you're was in taken Memphis. over for 99 to 2000. Okay. They showed up at the D&D. And we we got first. What's that's the you and big body Ben, huh? What's the D and D? D and D, gentlemen diamonds. Okay, you got to explain, man. Okay, so in Memphis they have they have nightclubs, and this sure. one was like an old supermarket. Okay, so it's huge, and on Sundays they'd have the black night. Okay, Saturdays was like top forty or whatever night in a country club. Sure, I'd party at all of them. Sure, why not? And but I they, DJed at all of them. They always had fights. They always had shooting. Uh, Saturday or Sunday? Every, well, listen, Sunday. Okay. Sunday. Oh. <laughs> but they, they had it. No, they had it the other night. Don't be so stereotypical, man. Right. Well, and seeing black people, this is Memphis. <laughs> yeah. Black people everywhere. So it's like. Yes, sir. It can be a fight with number white people. Yeah. And yeah, it's black people there. So Okay. But, but the thing about that, 
it's not racial. Sure. In in Memphis, it's like no citywide, like the territorial. Well, you got a big city. You got to all get along. Most for they, the most yeah, part, they don't. Mm. They don't. I okay. mean, it's like well, it's always tension. All right, they get along. They like they have a good time because they they're used to it. But when you come from outside, it's like no, mm. you got to watch yourself. And I was always I'm by myself. I don't I don't walk in fear. Right. So I'd be in some of the most horrible places. Like you meet people that you know. It's just too much. You say, well, somebody, well, what happened? They they saw the, the surveillance cameras and they, you know, oh, and the, it was the worst they'd ever seen. Like, and you were in the room with them? Yeah. What, the night before? You could have went with them? Well, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't want to talk to you anymore. So it's like, you got to get away from me because it was crazy. Everybody had a hustle. Sure. Everybody had a game. It was like, it wasn't as bad as like saying, you know, it was as bad as uh, like, Malcolm X, you know, him going to New York and everybody's running something. Right. But you have to, if you're looking for that, it's everywhere. Mm. So, like I said, it was fun to just hang out, get to know people. It was a beautiful place. Yeah. That's I mean, it's not all Beale Street. I, I get it. Right, right. You know, and it's not all Graceland, but. Yeah, and FedEx, the hub, it was a nightlife. It was a, we were, we worked at night. At so night. Okay. We're out in the streets during the day. Okay. So we're zombies. Yeah. So 15 years of no sleeping at night. Oh, I worked nights at a hospital down in okay. Miami. Okay. And I know you work two days a week well, we uh, or two days a, twice listen, in one day because you listen. go into work at seven in the, in the evening and then get out at seven in the morning. Never see the sun. This is what you want. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah. You sleep. This is what you won't understand. That's why I want this job. Okay. This is all we did every night. Just chit chat. Three conversations and we go home. Yeah. Three yeah. good conversations and we go to the house. Yeah. Might I mean, as well turn the mic on. Yeah. Let some people in. Yeah. I'm, maybe well, they'll get some perspective. Right. Maybe they'll fall asleep. That's what, listen, when I put my podcast out, it's, yeah. it's, I want to tell you. I want to tell you. Well, no, I can't. I'm not going to do it. Go ahead. No. But Mic's it's like, on, you, man. You it's just you be, and me. Nobody's listening. You have to be. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You have to just take take a step back and just breathe. Mm-hmm. You know that's what it's all about. When you when you listen to my podcast, it's a breath of fresh air. Yeah, somebody is stupider than you. Relax, you're okay. Yeah, you know because yeah, I'm messing up like right now. Like what do you? I don't know. No, you're not. I We're find that. No, 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 no. I went, listen. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Anytime I was messing up, I didn't know I was messing up until after they said something. It's like oh. Oh, that's my life because I was always so free and happy and my creativity is, you know, I'm an sure. Aquarius. And hey, me too. Yeah. January 31st. So you just missed it. Ah. You missed it. You missed the ride. I'm right in the middle. No, no, no. You're you're there. You're good. Yeah. You're you're good. You're a belated birthday present as well. Okay. You know, but no, my grandma, like all my grandmas are born January 28th. Perfect. Not so much that it's perfect. It's perfect in that. What I mean by that is like my kids, like my mother's mother, mm-hmm. and no, my mother's grandmother, her maternal grandmother, and my maternal grandmother were born the same day. Okay, they were born back in January twenty eighth in twenty nineteen twenty four. Okay, and so later, my mom meets that other guy. Now we're back in fourth grade, and so she marries him. And so now I got a new stepfather, and he's got a grandmother. Sure. She's also born January 28th. She's a little older than them. And so it's like 
she has this cosmic. Wait, I don't want to tell you. Man. She has this cosmic message sent out, right? And it goes, and then, like, on her birthday when she's, like, four, these two little girls are born. Yeah. Like, one in California. No, one in, in Flagstaff, Arizona, on a reservation. Okay. And one in some little house in Mississippi. They're born, same day. They both have 12 kids. Somewhere along the line, they have daughters. Yeah. And their daughters have a son and a daughter. We're running parallel lives here. And then when I'm at FedEx one day, this young lady has a rough life, but she's happy. She's sure. still plugging along. And she met me, and I was a wild man. But she had help, like my mom's best friend. No, let me refer, let me go back a little bit. My best friend's per- first person she meets. Yes. The one there. And he's got somebody for her to meet. Yes. And then my mom's best friend meets her to take her to her area. Yes. And she's got somebody for her to meet. And yes. she meets me and she's like, ugh. And See, now, shake her hands and, ugh. how are you a wild man in this time? What do you, what are you doing that's so wild? You know what? I don't know. I'm not going to talk. <laughs> I'm not going to do Come on. I just just, no, just, no, just I skirt just, around the edges if you don't want to get right into it. Like. Partying on the streets? Yeah, partying everywhere. It was, it was a great place. Um, no. It was like high school. Okay. FedEx was like high school in the hub. Okay. Anybody there knows what I'm talking about. It's just like junior high, high school. It's like, what are they doing? You know, they're causing problems for themselves. Well, high school, I remember clicks. That's all I remember. Oh, nothing but clicks. <laughs> and imagine there's no jocks. There's no, it's weird work related clicks, like the team leaders and the. <laughs> all nerds? Hey, <laughs> no, the ramp, no jocks? The ramp agents are jocks. <laughs> yeah, the ramp agents, I think, are the jocks. Okay. They get paid more and they can get fired. You know, they have a tough job. All right. And um, so, yeah, it was a great place. It was like you're, you're having fun and I didn't have responsibilities and bills because I was still like I said I was spoiled yes you say well don't spoil your kids because they won't no it doesn't it, it's like having a like I said my, my level of gratitude just changed it was like whether I'm in a bucket or a bins I'm still the same guy sure I'm riding in the bins I feel good but I can sit in the bucket as long as it doesn't stink <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna deal with that but if it doesn't stink I can get in your car and I'm like hey what's up Right. Let's roll. I'm not feeling, oh, my God, look what he's got. Oh. Because I've seen that. Yes. I grew up with that. Yes. You know, my, our friend's parents, I went to Catholic school, so the, there were a lot of rich parents. Okay. And people tell, oh, y'all rich. Because I would go like, we'd go to a party somewhere. They, y'all rich. No. Oh, yeah. No, my, my parents might be rich. I don't know. Oh, no. My I don't definitely weren't. They, I don't, even I don't know how they sent me to Catholic school. Yeah, my yeah. first six years. I don't know how. That well, happened. I mean, you know, but you do what you have to do. Right. Yeah. See, that's the way I live now. It's like you, I don't know. I, I can't imagine what makes you famous. Right. The people around me. For sure. You know, there's no way that I can do anything. Okay. So you know. you're in Memphis, uh, 2000s, mid, to, till mid 2000s. When did you get to, when did you get out of Memphis? Oh, wow. Or, or wait, wait. We're going back to where you met this girl. Yeah. You met this girl, and she said, ew. Ew. Well, I met the one person, like I said, because of these grandmas and these cosmic rays, they sent the only being strong enough to stand being with me. Okay. 
because I'm just I'm a, I was a I wasn't going to be in a relationship of any kind. Sure. Not like that. You know, not a marriage and kids and a, no. Because, see, marriage is more than 50% of all marriages end in divorce. Yeah, and the other ones end in death. Yeah. <laughs> and, but that's what you signed up for because you said till death do us part. So you don't even get mad about that okay. part. So we'll, we'll be upset about the, the uh, divorce part, but not the death part because that happens. All right. But, no, it's just a matter of learning to get, what do you call it, adapted. Sure. You get adapted to a person, to a way. Oh, yeah. And you're used to being a certain way. And then now you got to like try to wake up and pay attention to this person. And you're trying. You've never had to. That's why I said she met an only child. Didn't know. Sure. And it's like, well, you're so sport. Why would you act like that? I don't know? Well, she trains you, man. That, that's you know, what the she, women do. They train. And she's been working. She's, that's your Adam's rib right but there. She's a, like I said, the only woman strong enough to to. you know, Yeah. OK, I'll sit still, you know. All right. So you used to living by yourself. No, I was doing what I wanted to do at home. It was. Or like, you were you were living at home. Wait, yeah. uh, whose home was in Memphis then? Oh wow! I moved with my parents in like from Pine Bluff. No, from, to, from Little Rock. From Little Rock we to were Memphis. All over Little Rock. Okay, eight schools. We just you know gotcha. Jobs get a little better. Sure, different area, a little better, and it's like then during banging in Little Rock. Yes. There, while you know when it came out, banging in Little Rock. Explain. They had a the, there was a movie here. Yes, uh, called Banging in Little Rock. I uh, never heard of it. They went around to all the gangs in the city, sir, and they're watching the gangs and they're they're asking them questions. Also, is this a good idea? Well, yeah, they're shooting. Yeah, they're getting shot. Is this a good idea? While they're shooting, they're getting shot at. Okay. And, I mean, it was kind of a funny video because the, the people were watching. Say those they made the real gangsters. They ain't even they, they, you know that that's not real. Okay. Some of those people, you know, like they're real people. Yes. So they're still living. And it was like gangs were a real thing. You didn't get shot up, but you okay. get beat up quick. I suspect. Yeah. So, you know, during that time when I was little, like I said, I didn't understand. I was being taught like the first person I meet mm -hmm. is like this cool kid. Yeah. And my, my mom, I think, is dating his uncle. This cool kid's uncle. Cool kid's uncle. Okay. Yeah. So it's like I learned how to live and be. Like you got somebody, a, a, a what do you call that? A crossing guard. What do you, it's like, it, he was like a crossing guard. Sure, a crossing guard. Uh, it was like having an assistant or a, what do you, a tour guide. Okay. A tour guide to Little Rock when I moved there. Now, wait, you say you get out of Little Rock before banging Little Rock or just after? Yeah. So during the time when it, when it comes out, I had been a little kid, like, my son's age, like ten, nine, and ten, nine and ten. Okay, in Little Rock, sure. Walking the streets, mm -hmm. you know, yes. walking ten blocks to get to the babysitter. Well, why are you walking the babysitter? I don't know. Right. I don't know why we did anything we did. I, me and my little brother, man, just walking around Miami. Be at a block party at nine ten yeah. o'clock at night. I don't know how that works. I, I would right. I let my kid go. No. Yeah. I wouldn't let my kid go to nothing I went to nope. as a kid. Nope. And then here I am, 10 years old, walking yeah. across the street. I didn't, I didn't have to go around the block. No, and it just kills me. I got to send them to go to get something from the store, and it's like, oh. Yeah. Why did I even have to think twice about it? Yeah. I don't like that world. Yeah. Like, I want to go to a all-inclusive. Have you ever been to an all-inclusive restaurant? I mean, a restaurant. Resort. Uh I guess the closest thing is Vegas, maybe. Okay, okay. You know, where you go, you okay. got your hotel, and you well, got your... get. Make sure you do that in your life to where you know that that's what the person was talking about. This is all inclusive where you don't get to like 
all that I'm begging and asking for this stuff. No. Mm-mm. You'll have your drink. When sure. it's about gone, you'll have another one. Yes. When you get ready to eat something, food will come by or you'll be able to just walk and get it. Nice. You don't have to clean up. Ah, first world. At, at worse than that. First world with the third world on top of it. <laughs> and I get up at like three in the morning. I go out. And as they're working, uh-huh. I'm tipping them. I'm tipping them. I just go walk, just walk around with with pesos and just tipping. Mr. Big Shot. Yeah, at five in the morning. All y'all can get some. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, but it was like, no, and I talked to them. What's three cents amongst uh, friends, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> a peso. You don't spend that in one place. <laughs> <laughs> if I give you all of this, you can get a plate to eat. Oh, man. They work for 200 pesos. Yes, day. sir. Yes, that's, sir. Like, that's like a dinner, a small oh, yeah. lunch. Oh, yeah. What, uh, five bucks maybe? <laughs> yeah, six bucks. Yeah. But we, you know, we grow up seeing all types of stuff. Yes, sir. And it has influence. It it treats us a certain way. Yeah. Like your body, you got that. Like when people have depression, I felt that. Yeah. It took me all my life. I thought I felt depression when I was young. No. I would mi- I miss mama because I'm over here. I miss daddy when I'm over here. Sure. I'm oh, they're still in Memphis then. This is just growing up. Oh, just growing up. Okay. No, see, that's the thing. My life is like, I can't, that's why I told you I couldn't. I don't know. I do a podcast. No, you're not going to get, there's no linear. No, no. Life. Oh, this is all over the place. and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the way it has to be, though. Because it's like you're trying to, you're still sorting it out. Sure. People go to therapy. That's what this is. Yeah. That's all it is. And, and what you, your therapy is learning to see it better. Mm-hmm. Learning to see something you thought was bad, find the good in it. Yeah, it was good for somebody. How somebody else is headed to that same road, and you can tell them no. Sure, that's if nothing else. That's always it became a stop sign. You know, make it a stop sign, no matter what the situation is. Mm-hmm. Don't be sad and angry about it. You're gonna get mad at every stop sign you see. No, no. no. All right, so back on track. Uh, we're in Memphis, uh, working, meet this girl. I still want to know about this girl, man. She's she is. I never want to get married because I see people. You don't want to get married, right? No. So I'm dating this girl, and we're just so I'm like not trying to make my relationship work. No, I'm not being. You know, I've never been romantic because relationships lasted a couple of weeks, a couple of months at the most. Sure. That's what Mr. Playboy. Well, and, and it's and you're not even. Yeah. And then you get in these situations where you're in a relationship. You can't look at that person. You can't look at that person. It was like that was hard. Oh, so, yeah. So in trying to do better, you're constantly in trouble. Then you start realizing when you got in trouble. Well, how does she react? How does you start learning each other? And she does. She trained me. Uh-huh. You know, when she was angry with me and I'd get upset, I just leave. I just fade away. Right. She's mad. I'm fading out. I'm out of here, man. She's going to tear up all my stuff. I'm going to have like bleach poured on everything. I'm going to have my tires are going to be flat. I got to Oh, I hate to go back. And when I get back, guess what? What? She's cooked everything in the freezer. Yes, she has. The whole house smells like pine salt. I don't even think we have pine salt. Flash forward, you gain 20 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's what happened. And then it was like, because that's how, yeah. The more weight I gained, as you can tell, we were having rough times. She's cooking. Oh, uh, so all right. So, how long till? All right, you're dating in Memphis. How long till you? Oh. Till you move in together or what have you? 
Yeah, we got together probably in about uh, I don't two thousands. No, yeah, it was two thousands, but it was like we were like I said, she didn't like me at first. Uh huh. And I wasn't, you know, looking at. We just. Oh, I'm remembering. Ew. Yeah, ew. So it took a while for us to get worked out. Find out it it was her trying to feel the water, seeing if it was real. I I didn't know that. Yeah, because she had heard about your reputation every two weeks. Exactly that. You know, two weeks was the uh, shelf life of a a normal girl. Oh. Yeah, relationship. Yeah. And so, and I don't even think it sounded that good. Mm -hmm. So it was like, we end up together. Why not? We end up together and it's like we we make it work and then all of a sudden it gets so wonderful. Yeah. And it's just like you can't live without that person. You just love to see him, love to hear him coming, you love to hear the name. And then it's like it goes up and then it goes down and it goes up. And then we get married. Yes. What year was this? I don't you remember. better remember. I don't remember. I don't know you, what day it was. You no, better man. remember. No, because see, I'll be talking about how old I am at that point. I can't date myself. Oh, man. You're, they already know you were born in 78. Bam. Bam. <laughs> All right. So what so year? So back in 03. 03. You yeah. got so that was like the same year when, when my grandma died. She died that later that year. So I had gotten married. Yes. Um, grandma passed and then I had a child. Right. So she had one, you know, my oldest, you know, when I was, when we were like, uh, in high school. Right. So when I met her, she had him. And then yes. when, when I had this one, now we got two kids, 25 years old. Yeah, you do. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yep. Living so, in Memphis. Live exactly that. Yeah. Now you're getting to Conway. Is the party's over? Well, <laughs> the party's not over. It just, I know that I'm at a party. Ah. No, nobody else, not everybody sees this party. Okay. You know, so it's a party, it's a place, and little girls don't do good. Mm-mm. They don't fare well at, at that place. In like, Memphis. In Memphis. Right. So I you mean, had to get out of there. It just takes a lot. Yeah. You'd have, if you have the right support system, no problem. Yes. But you got to have it all together. Like there's churches everywhere. There's good people everywhere. Sure. There's uh friendly people. Yes. But there's everything mixed in everything. Go to a gas station. You meet everybody. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. People so watching like, at the grocery it's, store. It's sure. a big city. Mm-hmm. It's a big city. It's not as, as hectic as like New York or Chicago, mm-hmm. but every, they have all the same elements. And sure. Now. We moved here to Conway. Yeah. Leaving that in like 2011. Around there. I well, forgot. This is kind of a microcosm here. Yeah, they, we got all, this, all the it people. It used to not be so. Over 50,000 people diverse. in one little area. It's so diverse and urban. And what's the other words? The other buzzword. It's uh, diverse and it's uh, urban and it's. Suburbia. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's more integrated. You know. It's, yeah. And it's like. Well, you got colleges and well, people are trying to uh, and, expand their minds. And everybody's connected by culture. Sure. So the music is is universal and it's going all around and then people are adapting to it in crazy ways. Sure. So like I, you have to teach your kids, okay, listen, you got to realize, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not telling you that you can't wear those skinny jeans. Right. But you're going to have to answer for those skinny jeans in about 10 years. Right. You know, if well, you get upset when people laugh at you. <laughs> you can't because they're going to change. The style is going to change and you're going to look crazy. <laughs> what did I hear? Don't wear skinny jeans unless you have skinny jeans. Yeah. <laughs> G-E-A- gotta, yeah. G-E-N-E-S. Yeah. And so, but and like my kids, I have to tell them, 
they're beautiful people. Oh, for sure. So, and it's sad when you have to know that the world is like that. You know, so what do you mean? Well, we're beautiful people. No, y'all, you uglies on No, 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 no. Because I've seen that. I've seen people that don't do well. Sure. That have a hard time just going outside because everybody's laughing at them. And, you know, you are so blessed. Your arms and legs work. Right. She'd have a baby. My wife was like pregnant all my life. She was always pregnant. Oh, yeah. Four, what? Four kids, right? Yeah. She was always pregnant. Sure. And so it was like in dealing with them as little kids, it's like you're learning so much. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Mm. But those grandmas and those mamas. Yes. They know everything. That's right. That's right. They, they end up being everything. teachers. And it takes And the worst problem is like we don't we don't get it. Right. Because I was like, no, but where are the people that were supposed to tell me all this stuff? Mm. And then I look back and oh, they did. Yes, they did. (laughs) (laughs) There are no books. There are your grandparents. Right. That's it. You know, and I had a grandfather pass that I didn't I didn't recognize. Sure. I had seen him. We had spent time, but I didn't recognize that's Papa. So when I got old enough to drive and go, Uh I neglected and never drove to go see Papa. Oh, oh! so I think I got about six years as, as an adult when he passed. And then when that happened, right. it just broke me. Right. So now we're trying to connect. And so I got that, that responsibility now. And it's hard. He said, no, it should be easy. No, no. There's so much politics in what a family is. Like if I was going to do my, my kids had said it before. I want to do the family tree. Sure. You know, okay. Well, we can only go to here, here, to here. That's all we know. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I tried to do the family tree on, on my side, on my father's side. It it's like a radish. I mean, you know, my ball. mother's side is like, you know, an oak tree. Okay, <laughs> you know, it's got roots like like an oak tree. Well, and I got like I said, I'm claiming three families. Why? Because they claim me. And then you got to have three different trees kind of yeah. branching out from each other. Yeah. So I'm like, no, well, that's my family. So it's like, yes. you don't like them. I don't know what to do with you. Right. And it's like now we made a, a but I'm gonna look to friendliness and goodness. Right. You know, I don't even want to fight. I just be happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, once you get home, you got in your family bubble and then it's all it's all about you. The whole rest of the world goes away. Yeah. You got a little microcosm. No, you have that. Yes. That's what that's sanctuary. That's called self-care. Yeah. I'm sorry. People call that self-care now. Okay. Having that bubble. Yes. Yeah. You better protect your bubble. For sure. And I'm stealing that from somebody. Who's who's because he wants my brother. He won't do a podcast. So. Nah, that's all right. So you can you can give him credit. No, no, I'm not giving him credit. It, I told him that some kind of way. He uh, learned it from me. All right, somehow. But it's like <laughs> you know he's no, listening no, right now. <laughs> yeah. So he tells me don't. He says don't uh, let people mess with your bubble. Don't let them steal your whistle. For sure. And so steal your whistle. How would you? What do you mean? Um, oh, that, like you're happy. We don't know. You're, you're like happy. a happy. I never wh- knew what that was. He don't, okay. He yeah. He's just like don't. Let somebody tear you down. Gotcha. You got to have that protection. Yeah. And so like doing this podcast thing, that's why I said that's the hardest part. Because you got to make sure that your bubble that you're protecting. Sure. Is protecting you. Yeah. Because our minds are like these amazing things. It's like we got to, we're looking for memories and it's like, I don't remember. That's too long. Now it's like, bam, 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 bam. Everything is right there. Yes, sir. You know, this machine is powerful. So, like I said, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do too much. Okay. With a podcast, but I do want to 
I want to open up doors like what you're doing. You made a platform. Yeah. So I'm I'm here and I say, well, what makes you famous? Okay, please do that. Yeah. But now you've got a responsibility, sir, because if I get famous, you know, they're going to ask where I started from. All they got to do is crack that mic and listen or crack the. Uh, oh, you blew it. You had it. <laughs> now, see, you can cut that and redo that. That's your spot. You drop. Mm. They can just run it back. You know, yeah. this is where we came from. Yeah. We recorded it. This is it. Yeah, man. Dang it. You know, it's okay. So the coolest thing is. That was going to be the name. What's up now? What's up with you? You going to work? You going to work? Huh? We podcasting, man. You're on You're on the recording right now. What's that? Doing a podcast. A little show. A little show? Yeah, a little show. Mac 10 the Barber. Y'all come see Mac 10 the Barber over at two studios. He over at chopping them up, making like a million dollars. Mac 10. Mac 10. I like it, man. I like it a lot. All right, so... 2003, you're married. Yeah. Uh, you're here in Conway, Arkansas. And then what? 011, we end up here. Wait. Oh, okay. So you, 11, we end up here. so you, okay. So you were married and you spent eight years in Memphis then? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Like I said, it was, like I said, it was a blur. All right. Because I end up, I end up having a wreck when we moved here. Oh, Okay. And so I was hurt for like nine months. Ouch. She was down for over a year, ended up permanently impaired. You know, it was a rough deal. Yes. But FedEx is good, so we love them, right? We just stay with them. All right. They take care of me. Yes, sir. You're right. <laughs> but, <laughs> nah, it's all right. <laughs> okay, so 2011. I guess uh, this man's ready to work here in the barber studio. No, no, he's good. No, we all right. We all right. Okay. Okay, so 2011. So we, we end up here, and uh, where do you want to go from here? Yeah, yeah, and then so we get to see what's going on. We get to look, well, being being around the same thing, everything looks the same. You don't notice nothing. And when you get here, you can notice everything. Yeah, you see what's wrong here. They're not doing that right. They're not doing this right. So, like I said, she got hurt, and so I thought ended, you got hurt. We both got hurt. You both got hurt, like a month apart. Oh. Wow. I had a, my shoulder was tore up. I ended up having a surgery. Car wreck. Yeah. And she had a car wreck too? Yeah. What? Well, she stepped out. You want to hear about stepping off the, out of the trucks? Yeah. Yeah. So, so my podcast needs to be about the, the drivers. Like she steps out and breaks her ankle in three places. Right. Permanently disabled. Come on. Yeah. Like it, it only been so, uh, so far. Oh, sad news. Like it won't her. You know, your, your wrist doesn't go. Absolutely. Well, your foot goes back. Right. But hers doesn't. Oh. And uh, so, yeah, it was it was a lot. But she had been to hair school. She just had to get a license, get a license over here. Yeah. So she got a license here. And my other cousin was there for, you know, they had been talking, being friendly. Like when we moved here, I had a cousin that had been living here. Like sure. For I think she graduated here and then just stayed. Sure. So. She's looking out for and she decided, you know what? Well, why don't we just go ahead and do it? Mm -hmm. She's been working in a couple of shops here. Well, you got too many complaints. You're oh. whining about why do they do this? Why, do they, why don't you get your own? Okay. So they joined up. Um, my other cousin, TJ, he got done with hair school, with barber school. And then all of a sudden they decided to go ahead and, and do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now and we're here. 
Man, like this is a you know, it's a daily grind. It's a give and take. It's good and bad. It's a yeah. it's a marriage. But it's, it's a, a nice location, man. You're right on Hark Rider, and that's a big throughway here in Conway. It's nice. So this is definitely a good location. So I'm, this I'm, time I'm, yesterday wouldn't have been a good thing. You know, it had been oh for sure and out of control. Well, you know, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I can't get my haircut. It's you know. Well, yeah. Usually Sundays are pretty good for me because yeah. it's my lazy Sunday. But I decided to start doing this podcasting yeah. thing. You know, See, and, and and what it is, we learned that like that balance, that male and female balance. Sure. That's the mission for that. Because men, we were raised and to taught to act a certain way, uh-huh. and it doesn't work out. It's not it's not conducive to family, to to goodness, right? You know, to safety. So we have to push them to okay, act like your mom is in there, and and it's good for them. Like it'll be a woman over there, they have to turn down the music a little. Yes, watch what's on it just a little. Right. You know, hey, your mama might come in here. If your grandma came in here, you wouldn't act like that. Right. You know, so and and that's good for them because some people, I'm not, some people ain't being raised. Sure, you know who raised you. <laughs> so sometimes people get get caught up in how they're acting, and an outsider walks in and it looks like chaos. Yeah, but it's a barbershop, but man. All you, but all it's you fun. had to do was just say, "Hey, yeah, consider," and they'll do it. That's the thing; they're good people. Sure, and they get they get upset just a little. I've seen, you know, they have, they can be having fun and, oh, ladies walk in, it's oh, warden. You know, they'll say that the warden, you know. So this is good, man. But it, it's, it's a beautiful mix. So where do you want to go from here? <sighs> like I said, man, around the world. Like, I don't, I don't want to stop. Yeah, I but you, I mean, you, you say you want to open up your podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- what's it going to be about? Do you have an idea of, of where you want to, what direction? What do you want to teach people? What do you want to no, learn? I can't. I don't know anything. What do you want to learn? Right. That's it. I want to learn everything. That's me. I want to learn about you. Yes. And, and that's why we'll save that. It's like, I don't need you to tell me your life story. Sure. I've had to grow up listening to people tell me their life stories in like the first five minutes. You know? Oh, yeah. I feel like I knew you all my life. Yes. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You knew 10 guys just like me. Hey, I knew your name. I didn't know where you're from. Now I know a little bit more about okay how Chris Ruth came about, man. How did you end up here? And this is this is good. It's therapeutic for me. Yeah. You know, what makes you famous is therapeutic well, for me. If you want to talk, man, it's not a problem. Like I, I, said, I, I don't know anything. I want to learn from you. Well, we're going to be in trouble if we're sitting there trying to learn. <laughs> yeah. I don't know nothing. I say that, but I'm sure I have a story as well. You know, yeah. and eventually, and little tidbits of it come out on this podcast. Right. Little little tiny spurts. Yeah, I'm from Miami. Yeah, I was a DJ down there. And, and they make you walk back in there and apologize and you had tears. Never got caught. Oh, that was it. <laughs> yeah. Chris Ruth, it's been a pleasure, man. And uh, thank you for allowing us to be here in the, was it, Truth Studios mm-hmm. on Hark Rider, the home of Just Faded and what's Ex- Exquisite Styles. Exquisite Styles. It's Exquisite a barbershop, man. Yeah. It's a barbershop. And we turned it into a podcast studio. How about that? That's it. Chris Ruth, what makes you famous? Thank you. All right. <laughs> thank you. Party people. That was Chris Ruth hanging out at the Truth Studios in Conway, Arkansas, on Hark Rider. If you need to get your hair did, I encourage you to head over to Truth Studios and get your hair did. (laughs) 
Thank you so much, Chris Ruth, for having me to the studios and letting me set up there. Uh, I learned a lot about Pine Bluff, Memphis, Little Rock, the gangs in Little Rock, and where you came from. Thank you so much for having me out at the Truth Studios. This Keys Dan. If you want to be a part of the show, give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. It's Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey, guys. This is Shelly G with a fast fact. Before they were known as Journey... Steve Perry called his band Golden Gate Rhythm Section. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, RadioWhat.com. Follow Keys Dan on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of KeysDan.com. Follow Radio What on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of RadioWhat.com. The music you want is on. <laughs>